If you have any questions or concerns about this week's episode, you can text producer Dan at 778-288-9255. You can also call him. Start the party, Dan. Fred's has anyone idiots. has anyone called? I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I, I, no, that's no, okay. Uh, we're uh, we're recording remote because it's like very shitty out and very cold. Yes, the snow is terrible. Snow's really bad. Uh, it's like right before Christmas. This is our yeah. last episode that we're recording. This no, wait, we're gonna record one more in next uh, week. We're gonna record one more in 2022. But right. This is our last released episode of 2022. Right. Because, right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, has has anyone called you, Dan? I forget. Yeah, I've got a couple calls. I got one really funny one where some guy called me and just wanted to talk about how weird it is that John constantly brings up his ex-girlfriends on the podcast. <laughs> Actually? Yeah. Why did you never tell me that? Uh, I think I was like on vacation at the time. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know why I didn't tell you. I think I told him I was going to bring it up on the podcast and say that it was coming from me and not him so that oh, I wouldn't be throwing uh, him under the bus. What's the guy's name? Pre- yeah, can you give me his name and phone number? Um, he was. From, I don't remember his name. I think... Well, actually, I do, but I probably shouldn't say that. But I think he's from New yeah. Jersey. Okay, great. Well, I will narrow uh, it down a little bit. I will pass on his phone number to one of my ex girlfriends, and <laughs> they can give him a call. Perfect. Um, I don't. Okay, well, we'll get into that in a sec. Hello, friends, idiots. We don't have to. Also, idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number two hundred and fourteen. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us this week is no one. This is the annual blocked party enemies list this is where if you're a new fan of the show this is where stefan and i take aim at five people things concepts whatever that we are planning on declaring enemyship against in 2023 and uh we will also review last year's enemies list just to see you know, how did it go? Did we get one over on our enemies? Did they end up being a big enemy of us throughout the year, etc.? So it seems like I've got a new enemy to add to the list. This guy from New Jersey who uh, has shit to say about his name was Alec, I believe. Alec! <laughs> just saying his name now. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. No, I I don't think it's that weird actually. Like I I, I feel like um I feel like it's sort of strange that uh, that people um don't talk about like their past like those things happened it's not yeah, like i I'm think it's very healthy like, of you to yeah it's like, yeah. not like an unhealthy way you're talking about it yeah like it's not like i'm on here like oh my god i can't believe she left me or <laughs> just like you know oh i want her back so bad even though i'm like you know married and my wife frequently appears on this program yeah or um, like no fuck that bitch you know yeah or that i mean that's not great either yeah, yeah. Stefan, you want to talk about your exes i mean we never really get <laughs> this into is why your, i don't uh, talk about mine no i'm i'm good i'm good um I, I what i was wondering is um should we get dan to give us a couple of his enemies this year because we we haven't done that before and I we feel could like, we've never really got dan, dan has a lot of the- enemies <laughs> That's I'm just true. kidding. Dan yeah, I'm is, looking Dan at is, two of them right now. Okay. <laughs> what, you got a picture of Jesse and Mike up in front of you? I do, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm down. I mean, yeah. I'm down to I'm down to let Dan uh, throw down on some enemies. I think I think a couple enemies from Dan. I mean, if he wants to do all five, that's great. Um, but you know, I don't want to make him do a lot of extra work necessarily. I know he had to do a lot of work on the YKS episode that I think is coming out tomorrow. Yeah, that comes out tomorrow. I have to edit that oh. after this. Oh, okay. I was going to ask how it's sounding. It sounds fine. Okay, but like, there's was, there's a lot oh, of stuff to edit. That's the one that you and I were on. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We had to keep editing it because uh, Jesse kept fucking up. Yeah, Chocolate. I don't know what's going on. I think there was an update to like video ninja or whatever, where because it happened to us uh, on the stream yesterday too. Maybe it's just Jesse's computer, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, very interesting stuff. Uh, we'll get a couple very of bands enemies. Are we sure. are we gonna go over because I forgot my enemies uh, from last year? Yeah, we're uh, gonna. I I literally do you not listen when I speak? I literally <laughs> no. said like two minutes ago that we will go over last year's enemies. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of like being like, that's right. We are doing that. And also, this is the fourth time we've done this. So wait, have we done it? Actually, this might be the fifth time we've done it. Right? Because it would be we've done so 2018, 19, 20, 21, and 2022. This is is number four. Did we not do it in 2018? No, we didn't do it in 2018. The show didn't start. We yeah. So in 28, we could have done it in 2018, but we actually didn't. We just we just didn't. We skipped it. Yeah. Yeah. So we started doing it in 2019. Okay, because this is our fifth year of the of the show. Technically, fifth year. We're, of the we're, sh- we're now year. into the fifth year yes. of the show. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. That's insane. God yeah. damn, that's longer than RGS, right? RGS was three oh, years. Oh yeah, way longer. Or four years. But Stefan, I don't like to talk about my exes on the pod. <laughs> I don't want to get into the whole real good show thing. No, it is long. Yeah, it's longer than real good show. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, be our fifth anniversary. Will be in like November of 2023. Wow. Dan is all bundled up, by the way. Yeah, um, it's nice. He looks cozy. Well, yeah. I hope he's doing okay. I, I think he's very cold, actually. Yeah, it's cold as fuck in here. I'm dying. Yeah. yeah. Do you not have a heat? Do you not have heat? I do, but it doesn't work well enough, apparently. Yeah. Well, I guess it's also you got the big windows. Though. I was going to say, and they're all single to... pane as well. Oh, oh, geez. So they might as well just no not good. even be there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All my windows in here are single pane, too. Um, and it's, yeah, it's not great. Well, well, you could at least uh, have curtains in front of them too. Well, that's true. That does help. It's also funny, like dual, the way that dual this... pane over here. Got double pane over here. I'm double paned up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem with my house too, which you guys have maybe noticed when you're over here, is that yeah. it has electric. My house has electric baseboard heating, and mm-hmm. all of the heaters are directly beneath a window. All of them. yeah. So and, yeah, mine are as well. Yeah. And it's like similar to Dan's setup. The the one in the living room and the one in our bedroom is below a sliding, like giant sliding glass doors. So it's like turning them on is use. You're just like, yeah. It do you just have, is do you have space so heaters? expensive. Yeah, we have one space heater in the living room. Okay, yeah. So we use that occasionally, and then luckily in our bedroom we have an ensuite bathroom that also has a baseboard heater in it. Oh, that's and nice. And if we turn that one on, it it actually heats the bedroom. So okay. we don't we don't turn the one on that's underneath the window. And we we don't have a bathroom. heater in the bathroom here, and it sucks. Every everywhere else is like nice and warm in the apartment, but the bathroom doesn't have it, so it's so cold in the morning. And now I, I am finally starting to. Oh, Dan's wearing a blanket now. Oh, that's nice. Is that a what? Super Mario blanket? Yeah, I was going to say, what blanket is that? Yeah, it's a Super Mario Galaxy blanket. Wow. Uh, Galaxy is such a good game. I, I feel like I'm in the minority that th- I think Super Mario Galaxy 2 is the best Mario game ever. I actually never played that one. 
Uh, it is. It's oh, like wait, it what's the new one? Ga- it's Odyssey. That's what it is. Uh, Odyssey is Odyssey's very good, amazing. Obviously. Odyssey is amazing, and the first Galaxy is amazing. First Galaxy, Galaxy is my two, favorite. Galaxy Two is just like a perfect. Like yeah. it takes everything about Galaxy and it just makes it a little bit. I got. I got a plan. Is about, you got to play. What's it? the one where you fly around with the jetpack and spray water or whatever? Uh, sunshine. sunshine. That yeah, one. Yeah. Fuck sucks. that one. Yeah, that one is like, I mean, it's bad for a Mario game, but it's still like a good game. I maybe it's just because I didn't play it when GameCube was out. Yeah. And also the only time I played it was when I was prepping for my colonoscopy. So I was right. shitting constantly. Were you playing on the Switch on the, yeah, the collection? On the That's where I played it, too. Yeah. And so I just like sat on the toilet and was yeah. playing Sunshine. And I was just like, I just couldn't get into it. I, it just wasn't good. It's hard to get into now, I think. Yeah. I mean, Mario Galaxy is legitimately incredible. So good. Um, I, just I being able to like, go around, again. going around the planet and stuff is just like, it's so yeah. much fun. You got to play Galaxy 2. I know. I really That's do. That's fucked. If you think I guess, Galaxy like, 1 is the best. How uh, could I? Well, I could probably play it on my Steam Deck, actually. Because I could get a, is it, a, was it a Wii game or a Wii U game? Wii. It was a Wii game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I should be able to play it on my, um, on my I Steam Deck. It. I mean, I don't know if you have a Wii. No, I don't have a Wii anymore. Um, but I, <laughs> all right. Uh, but I think the best yeah, level. It's in Irene's purse. Oh boy. Uh, the best. <laughs> Fuck yeah, John. <laughs> <laughs> the best level, I think, in Mario I'm Galaxy. I'm getting mean these days. I, I got I know, a taste of my like grinch. dice, my yeah. dice impression on the migraine episode, and I got yeah. a little taste of being mean. And now I'm like, all right, love let's it. go. It's, I, love I mean, it. you know what? I kind of like it too. It's 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 a nice it's a ni- another side of John. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but I think the best Mario Galaxy uh, level. Uh, and I think they probably had something similar in Galaxy 2, but it's the freeze f- flame galaxy where you're like ice skating because mm-hmm. the ice skating in it is like so fun. It's super fun where you like flick the joystick oh. and then you do a little pirouette and yeah. jump. And-, and just like the, the momentum and the speed when you're skating is like it just it feels very nice. It's a very Mario figure skating. What are we waiting for? I mean, honestly, a Mario hockey game in the style of Mario Strikers. Well, was that Mario Winter Olympics game? Wasn't there? Yeah. Weren't either of those in there? Is figure oh, skating yeah. in there? Probably I feel like is, not. Yeah. I feel like not. Probably. Let's see here. Mario Winter. I bet you it is. I think people liked it, didn't they? I, I know. Cur- so. I know curling's in there. Let's see here. Is that what the Mario got? and Sonic one? Yeah, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. It came out in 2009. Holy shit! That's a, it's a Wii game. That's old. Yeah. I thought there was like I thought there was like another one that was sooner, but I guess not. Yeah, that's the only one that comes up. Let's see. List of events. Where is it here? Uh oh fuck. God, Just found out we're playing, it? we're doing another bounty on Twitch tonight for a game called Cygnus Enterprises. Sounds really fun. You guys should play mean? good games on there. Maybe. Yeah, What's but a, they, they what does pay that mean? Us, What's I don't a know. bounty? What's a bounty? Oh, bounty is where they pay us to play games. Oh, that it has like its own name? Yeah. They have a bounty board. It's for Twitch partners and you can go to the bounty board or you can pick and choose games to play for money. Why wouldn't they just call it a sponsorship like normal people? Because then you can, then it's the bounty board, you know, sounds cool. Sounds terrible. It's a bounty. Naming it after the worst chocolate bar in existence as well. Um, <laughs> the oh, events li- on... By the way, oh, go no, go ahead. No, you I, go. Spe- no, no, we were talking about chocolate bars, but I, okay. let, let's Al- get this uh, done first and then we'll jump back to the It's got alpine bars. skiing, both downhill and giant slalom. It's got uh, ski, okay. jump, ski jumping. That's going to be a button masher for sure. Both individual large hill and team large hill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then you've I also mean, got- honestly, with Sonic, they should call it Team Green Hill. Good. That's good. Yeah. Isn't it green zone though? Isn't it? I think it's uh, the green hill zone, isn't it? Oh, the green hill zone. Okay. Yeah. Got it. 
That's a great level. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, freestyle <laughs> skiing. We've got moguls and ski cross. Okay. We've got half pipe and snowboard cross. We've got three <laughs> speed skating events, speed skating, oh. 500, 1000 and short track relay. Okay. And then we also have figure skating, skeleton, bobsled, ice hockey and curling. And then they also have some dream events. I don't know what that means, but that adds snowball fight and gliding. Gotcha. Okay. Dan just so, took an absolutely obscenely huge bong hit. Wasn't that big? I guess for me, any bong hit <sighs> is a big bong hit. That's true. Uh, it would be for me too. I haven't taken one for like a decade, probably. Yeah, you guys got to come over and hit my rig. Oh my God. I think oh, it would, it, guys, I would pass out. I don't think I could. I got to show you this. I'm dropping this in the chat. This is the okay. coolest picture I've ever seen. It's Dr. Robotnik uh, with a curling rock and broom. I mean, you need to make that your profile picture. Yeah, doesn't that yeah, so, somewhere? I mean, that's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, oh my really, god, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I got to try that out. I know people liked it. So, although figure skating, like, what do you even do? It's gonna be like a. I'm assuming you're pressing buttons oh, to like do tricks and stuff. Wow, I got a fucking enemy right here. <laughs> Looking at the critical reviews, James Newton from Nintendo Life. Sega has truly listened to the feedback about the first game and slimmed down the waggle controls, beefed up the last ability with a ton of extra content and managed to turn even the seemingly dull events of curling and figure skating into engaging and varied games. Seemingly dull event of curling, James Newton. Well, this was back in 2008, 2009 or whatever, right? When I feel like curling is not was not as popular as it is now, right? I mean, still. I think I think curling has a pretty good rep now. Honestly, yeah. thanks to your tireless uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many are saying that. I I am solely responsible for yeah. <laughs> curling surge in popularity. Well, that's what they're. Um, that's like the goal of uh, my new curling pod is that they're trying to lower the demographics of the current podcast's audience. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's was literally the express goal. They're like, yeah. we want to give you a pod because we want uh, people who are young to. to I mean, that, to. that's good. Do you think it's working? I just think it's funny. Like I was thinking about this in the car today. I'm 37. Like yeah. I'm not, it's not like I'm some young, like I'm not young in, but in curling, it's like, woo, look at this young, this young, hot guy is ready. Yeah. To You're young for curling. The, yeah, yeah. Rip up the curling world. It's just funny to me when I think, you know, you think of like uh, trying to make other sports sort of younger or make content for younger people. It's like 25 year olds that are, that are making the content, you know? Yeah. Oh, you can see, uh, you can see the number of views any post gets now. That's pretty cool. On what? Uh, Twitter? On, on Twitter. That's so yeah, fucking yeah. stupid. Jesus well, Christ. Stefan, sometimes it's important to know these things, these metrics. I mean, that is, that is so stupid. Well, I, I could know, maybe it was just cause I was verified, but um, I was able to look at the metrics on my posts, just on Me my too. own posts. Yeah, yeah, you can all you could always do that on your own post. Okay, so so this is just a, a change to make it uh, user face. It's like everyone can see it now. Yeah. Um, and it's that's so that's so fucking dumb. And they also changed the order of quote tweets and retweets for some reason. Um, and so they and views are first, so that the bigger number is first. I legitimately think that's the reason they put views first, so that the first number you see reading left to right is a bigger number. God damn, that's so dumb. Fuck. The problem is, too, you couldn't even really... I mean, I guess you could dunk on someone for like a low number of views on a tweet, 
But the problem is that if you it's already in your purview, it's probably getting dunked on a lot. So it's getting a lot of views. Like, I guess the only way that that might be useful is like a sports arguer guy, you know, guess, who's like, who like yeah. has like 60 followers and somehow it comes across your feed and then you go, Oh, look at this. You know, you, nobody saw this. I think it, I think it, uh, the one thing it could be good for also is it's almost like a new type of ratio where, um, you can see someone who gets like a ton, like a lot of views on a post, but it's like so stupid or, or, or horrible or whatever that it gets like no interactions. Um, I see like even more, ratio data yeah it's like oh you have twenty five thousand people look at this and no literally no one decided to interact with it because they think you're such a loser so i guess there's that which could be kind of fun so if it opens up new avenues of uh of like bullying uh like weird losers online then yeah that was the first place that was the first place my mind went yeah of course um okay all right did you by the way well i know we're not doing a social media update but did you see the um the grinch post that i retweeted no, which one? Uh, where it's a picture of a, a Grinch at uh, at a mall in England. Okay, let me look. Here. A guy dressed up as the Grinch, and uh, it was posted on the the Facebook page. Spotted Carlisle. Uh, so I guess oh, it's okay. stuff that's spotted in Carlisle. In Two Carlisle, people cheering England. up People's Day dress as the Grinch and Cindy Lou, and teenagers think it's okay to do this when young kids are trying to get photos with them. The Grinch just carried on walking, keeping professional, but really, is there any need for this teenager to do this? And it's the, <laughs> it's two kids flipping off the Grinch, which is like such a funny picture. And just like the way it's framed, <laughs> uh, the Grinch looks so upset. And then there's two comments uh, screenshotted. One is, their parents are so proud. And then the second comment is, bring back death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure that you uh, give someone uh, the death penalty God for damn, giving the middle finger to a mall. That's Grinch. so funny. I mean, that seems like something that our, our friends at Minion Death Cult would would cover for sure. I don't know if they've done uh, like British psychos, but I feel like there's a lot of room. Oh, they must. They must. Or, well, maybe I'm, not. Maybe it is only American, but yeah, maybe they do some British bonus content. That would, yeah, I mean, that oi, would be great. Oi, what's going on on the other <laughs> side of the pond? Speaking of British people, lad, uh, lad, Libby, what's going on over there, lad? Libby sent me and Irene um, some snacks from Trader Joe's she, as a, as a thank you for like hosting them up here when when they mm. uh, and like hanging out at the apartment and stuff. Um, mm. And I'm like so mad we don't have Trader Joe's up here. Hmm. Um, that's not you, what I'm taking away from this that you, you didn't get anything hmm. yeah Do you, I can bring some stuff over because there's, hmm. there's a lot of it there's so much that it was almost like oh maybe this is for hmm. John as well and I'm supposed to split it up but I no it's not it's, it's just hmm. for me um, would you like me to bring some over huh <laughs> I mean yeah. in many I mean it, you know in, in yeah. one way <laughs> In one way, you had Libby over to your house once, mm-hmm. but then in another very real way, yeah, um, would have any of that even happened were it not for me? Um, yeah, yeah. You okay? So you want to plan? You want to plan top three weekend this year? No. Okay. Well then, what's your point? Well, my point is that it the event would not have happened were it not for me. I, I would have done it last year. I just don't feel like doing it this year. You wouldn't have. Done, I, I, you know what? I would have fucking loved to see you try to do it. Easily, I would have, I would easily could have done it. Easily could have done it. No question in my mind. Easily. I got lots of questions in my mind. Okay, let's hear them. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> What's your first step? What's the first thing you would do? Booking a venue. Okay. And who would you contact to book a venue? I would just ask a bunch of venues and kind of see what the prices are and stuff from, and compare the venue prices. Go with the best one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, but I mean, like, which venues would you, would you think to, like, reach out to? I don't want to dox anyone on here, so... <laughs> yeah, would hate to dox the yeah. the York Just Google Theater. best best venues Vancouver and mm-hmm. I go down the list. Mm-hmm. Bingo bango, we're done here. You know, uh-huh. ready to go. Ah, you know what I would do as well is I would make sure they'd have a working projector. <laughs> <laughs> I did make sure this venue had a working projector. That was literally the only thing I said to them. I was like, "Hey, we're gonna need the projector to work," oh, and they God. were like, "Oh yeah, it's no problem. It works great." Yeah. Looking back at it now, it's very funny. At the time, it was... uh, I don't know about you, John. I was a little stressed. I wasn't as stressed as everybody else was. Me and Jesse were very stressed because... Yeah, because I was not a part of the show that needed the projector. I guess that's true. Really yeah, badly. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, our, I also our show feel was, like you were not that stressed either. No, I, I was, think Je- I was Jesse, Jesse, Jesse was, was very. Jesse stressed. was shit. He was. Uh, he was pissed off. Yeah, he was very mad. He was crying in the bathroom for. Yeah, like he yelled at me. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was crazy. He was crying because like, you know how you know how like a lot of times you know if you're a father. And you go away, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you have to call your young children because they're sad. Oh, I wish daddy was here, you know, and so you have yeah. to kind of, you know, oh, you know, your wife texts you. Hey, do you think you could call the kids like they're they're really missing dad today or whatever, you know, and I thought it was kind of fucked that it was sort of the other way around in Jesse's family where Jesse was crying really bad and he had to call his uh, eight year old child to comfort him it's oh daddy stop crying it was a beautiful moment and we we did a great show um we did do a great show it was fun yeah um so yeah yeah, i can run next year's whole shit no problem okay yeah we got it john don't worry about it all right great and dan okay this is easy this is so in fact we can start now we can start looking for venues now dan yeah i'm already i'm already googling it and getting (laughs) phone numbers ready and stuff beautiful all right excellent hey i would Um, love i would love that I mean, yeah. I'm in, I may not even be living here. So, you know, you guys may have to do a little oh, bit that's more right. than you did this year. Have you, have you, is there any movement on that front? Uh, well, I think we're, we're targeting the summer. I think July, maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. Have you found like a uh, place? Well, we're thinking we'll probably rent first, okay. uh, just to, you know, get the lay of the land. See right. That like makes sense. The city, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's also, it's very easy to rent there. Uh, yeah, I, can, I was going to say, I can imagine. Well, when they had the oil and gas boom, they rushed oh. to put all these condo towers up. So there's all these empty then, apartments and condos. Correct. Yeah. And they're so probably you, like, what are we talking here? Like a two bedroom place for like $1,200 a month or something. It's not quite that low, but yeah, yeah. Like if you wanted like a nice condo downtown, two bedroom, two bath, brand new, all the amenities you're looking at, like. 18 to 22. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. God somewhere damn. in there. Hey, I and might but, be coming there with you, bud. <laughs> hey, look, brother, uh, I welcome any, any and all people who want to join me in, uh, in, you know, my new, my new home. But yeah, yeah it's, uh, it, it, so the thing is too, Stefan, if you wanted to get something like a little, like you could definitely get something for 12 or 1400. Like, Oh yeah. If you like wanted to go a little bit, a little bit yeah. further outside of the city or an older yeah. place or whatever. Yeah. Like that's definitely an option. You could like it's rent like a here. house for pretty cheap too. Probably. Yes. I'm yes. So. We saw, we saw a town, like the last time we were looking at rentals, which was maybe like two months, a month or two ago. Yeah. 
Um, there was a full, full townhouse. It was about 25 minutes outside of Calgary, but it was a full like 1200 square foot townhouse. And it was 1400 a month. Jesus Christ. God damn it. Yeah. So it's not like <sighs> Vancouver where even if something is like old and shitty and sucks, it's still like $2,800. Yeah. Speaking of rent in Vancouver, our friend Chris James is moving like very, very close. Yeah, to very me. close to you. That's going to be fun. I think that's going to yeah. be good. I can help him with, with pranks, go over and watch some that's footy. True. You know, yeah, you sure. Yeah, I think I think it'll be Dan. What are you what are you making that face for? Funny. Well, that's what uh, that's what it's Chris called calls soccer, it. dude. Come on. I know. I mean, I play soccer, so I, I, I would say I would say he soccer. plays soccer, but he watches footy. I watch. Exactly. It's a different little thing. bit. Sus. Little yeah. sus, Sounds a little Stephen. weird to me. Yeah. It's yep. fine. Thank it's, you, Dan. I agree. No. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, you know, it'll be good. It's it's funny too. like just this is unrelated, but thinking of these episodes, we almost always record these after Christmas yes. and then we talk about our Christmas. But oh, Christmas yeah, is true. on Sunday this year. So we're not. So we're recording this pre Christmas. That's right. So I guess what we can say, Stefan, first of all, we haven't got your review and I know people are eagerly awaiting it. You uh-huh. saw you saw Avatar. Oh, yeah. You know what? This week, uh, where, where, are you, where are you at? It fucking rocked. Yeah? It's, it's really, it's just a great popcorn movie. Now, is it insanely corny? Is the dialogue well, pretty bad in a lot of parts? If it's a popcorn movie, does kind of make sense that it would yeah, be corny now, doesn't it? That's a good point. Thank um, you. It is very corny. Uh, it is like corny how? Like just sort of like I mean, the, stor- the plot is sort of corny or like what do you mean? The plot is like nothing new, I would say. Gotcha. Um, I would say, you know, sincere to the point of corniness. And obviously that's sure. coming from, from me where I'm, I'm very uh, poisoned by irony, whatever, you sure. know, whatever you want to call it. Actually, um, you know what? I should, I should be posting on Iwaspoisoned.com when by, you uh, show me. irony. Yeah. Yeah. When you show me stupid shit. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, God, post, post the picture of you in the chair with the migraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was after I had to watch <laughs> rule 34. My, my friend Stefan showed me rule 34 and Ken Domic videos <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I was poisoned. I got a really bad headache. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> it's it's a good movie though. Like the so it's long, obviously. But yeah. to to tell you how many times you, you piss, zero. Wow, strong. And, and strong. I didn't. And I I did have to piss by the end of it, but not like too sure. bad. I had a beer during the movie. I wow. also took a bunch of edibles. Oh. Um, and it was great. It was a it was a fun time. Um, what kind the, of edibles did you do? Yeah, what are we talking here? Well, like Dan, I mean, like I think if you took the amount of edibles I took, you would become less high. Well, yeah, that goes, sure. without, that goes without saying. I just I'm took just one, of those, one of those little like root beer gummies that's like three milligrams or something. Yeah, and it was like fucked up. I do I mean, like, like the idea not fucked of, up, but... of an edible subtracting from Dan's high. Yeah. I think that, well, that is was how like, it works actually. Yeah. Well, that was like I went to um I went to the local weed weed shop to get some drinks. Uh, you know, Becca Becca likes to to drink some drink some weed and I will occasionally like once a month maybe. So I go and and the ones Becca and I get, it's like uh it's the ones you like too, Stefan by the the company's called Can C A N N. Yes. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> They're and again, point, it's it's two point five, right? Two point yeah. five milligrams for a can. And uh, the guy who was working <laughs> there was just like, "Oh man, I really, I really love these." And I was like, "Yeah, they're they're like really good." Um, you know, they're kind of like a perfect amount of uh, of weed. He's like, "Yeah, even for me, you know." He's like, "I smoke a lot." 
but it's just nice to like sip on while you're smoking. Just like to, you know, like uh, uh, cools down your throat. <laughs> like, this is like what? a regular drink. Yeah. I'm like, what are you? Well, no, they're, well, they're also pretty expensive. I was like, you could just buy a seltzer if you want to yeah. cool down your Essentially throat. Essentially the for same about, thing. For about, you know, one fifth of the cost. The, so the two and a half is like, that's a perfect amount for me. Perfect amount for me. I won't get, I won't get super stoned. I will get a nice amount of stone where I can like watch a movie and then like go to bed and, and I sure. don't feel, I don't feel fucked up or anything. Yeah. Um, so I had, I had one of those during the movie. I had some, uh, a big bag of popcorn. I had a beer and I had the safest food that you can get at the VIP movie theater, which again, the VIP theater is, is great. You have heated seats, very comfy, you can recline. They they bring the food and beer and stuff to your seats, which is awesome. Um, the food itself is not great, you know. Okay, it's. I, would I wasn't say, sure. I mean, I've only yeah, been you, once. And you we had, just got you didn't get the food. Yeah. So the food to me is like pub food. I would say. Sure. So yeah, it's like your burgers, your chicken wings, that sort of exactly things of that, things of that nature. But like and, nothing. And you're saying it's crazy. like a. And but you're saying the quality is like on the lower end. I would say on the lower end for the gotcha. most part. Um, but I just had a chicken Caesar wrap with fries. You think that's like, the safest? I would say that's pretty safe generally. Caesar dressing that is but, nowhere near the safest option, my dog. Well, not safe in terms of like not getting food poisoning. I mean, oh, okay. in, in terms of like just like tasting like what it's oh, supposed to. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. I'm sure it was very dangerous for me, uh, like physically, but <laughs> physically, yeah, yeah. Well, it I was tastes, just like that's you know, be, it's very. Oh, it's easy. got like chicken. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that could go wrong <laughs> yeah, there. Obviously, chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I mean that that's like the safest thing in terms of how good it's going to taste. Sure. Um, yes. Yes. So I, I had that, but um, the the way I would. Like the proof I have that this was a, a really like entertaining, fun time at the movies is that uh, I went with uh, my sister and her boyfriend and uh-huh. and my parents. Uh-huh. And uh, so my parents are, you know, I, like my mom falls asleep in like movie theaters sometimes because it's like dark and you're in a comfy heated seat or whatever. Sure. Um, and also usually she gets like a, a glass of Prosecco, right? Um, and that's enough to kind of just like, all right, that's it. You she's know? toast. Yeah. But we went at like one o'clock in the afternoon and she's like, well, normally I don't, I don't have a drink during the day, but I'll, you know, it's a three hour movie. I'll do it. So she had a Prosecco and I was like, she's, she's going to be out for sure. She was like wrapped attention the entire three hour, 15 minute runtime, despite the Prosecco, despite the heated seats. Um, she loved it. And the last hour or so, it's like a big battle scene basically. And it's like, fucking insane it's really good and we also didn't see it in 3d because my mom can't do 3d she has she doesn't have vertigo like you do john but it's like similar like she just would get too dizzy with the 3d stuff yeah um so we didn't see it in 3d i would like to go see it in like 3d imax or whatever but like the last battle scene like the the hour the last hour or so of the movie is like fucking ridiculous like it's it's really really good um and yeah i mean I I think we should still go see it for the pod, to be honest. But you want to you want to see it in two D again? No, I'm going to make you see it in three D. <laughs> no, well, you're not. <laughs> no, you know what? You can go see it in two D, and me and Dan will be in the theater <laughs> next to it, seeing it in three D. Yeah. I won't be in that theater. Oh, you're coming to see it, Dan? I'm not seeing this fucking shit. Are you kidding me? Oh, I, I want to see it even less than John does. I think. Dan, I think if you got wow. really stoned and saw it in three D IMAX, you would love it. Why do you? What, what's your hate on for Avatar, Dan? Well, for, I never saw the first one, and me neither. Uh, it looks stupid to me. 
Oh, the action is really like this. The CGI is fucking insane too. Yeah, like it legitimately is the. It's the best CGI I've ever seen. I like, think you mentioned it. I might shot. be interested in seeing it just for like the te- technical. It's fucking crazy because, like, but... think about like all the Marvel movies or whatever from the past few years, where it's just like it all looks exactly the same. Everyone's just like shooting beams from their hands or whatever, and they just like suck ass. And then you have this, which is like this looks spectacular. And like, I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie, it is incredibly corny, and there, like, there's definitely moments where you will roll your eyes, uh, but the action is like. It's mostly worth it for the last. It's mostly worth it for the last hour. Uh, but mm. once you get there, it's just like it's not a great sell. Oh, the last hey, hour. Hey, you got to sit through two hours of this bullshit before it starts to get good. Well, but that's like any. That's like any TV show, right? It's like oh, nope. the first two or three episodes usually suck, and then nope. yeah, no, nope. yeah. Andor, no. the first couple episodes of Andor were a little slow, and then once Didn't you got into it, it was shit. really good. Yeah, oh, Andor is really good. <laughs> oh, here we go. Jesus not, I'm not a, you guys know me. I'm not like a Star Wars guy or anything, uh-huh. but tell that to the Princess Amidala figure you've got right behind your head right now. <sighs> that's for uh, uh, fucking. Um, but no, that's uh, sorry. What? Yeah, no, it's a. It's like a. Well, I was making a joke that I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I have a. I have a Princess Amidala. And by the way, that's not, I'm not saying that's a deep cut, but to go Princess it's Amidala. Cut. It's no, a deep it's, cut. I mean, it's not a deep cut, but it is a deep to, cut. Okay, whatever. Because I'm a you, genius. I don't even you, know who that is. Have you, it's Natalie that is Portman. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Uh, okay. ha, have you seen Star Wars, John? Like We've the talked original about this. trilogy? You have, no, right? No, 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 no. The only one I've seen is Phantom Menace. Oh, We've God, that's right. This. Fuck, man, that's so <laughs> insane. Jesus Christ. Have you seen Indiana Jones? No. You haven't seen any of them? No. I mean, either. The what? Most, the, the most Indiana Jones I've ever seen was I saw the Indiana Jones show at like uh, wherever it was. Oh, it was like Disney, Disneyland, Disneyland or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Universal Studios. Saw that. That's the closest I've been to seeing Indiana Jones. But I hear Shia LaBeouf's pretty good in it. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe we can go see The Dial of Destiny. That's the new What's Indiana that? Jones. That's the fifth Indiana Jones movie. They're making another one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought everybody hated Crystal Skull so much. They, were they like, did, we're not but Shia LaBeouf one. is not in this one. <laughs> Whoa, they, they cut him. I feel like maybe he will be referenced and maybe we'll Who's see like, a young, photo of him. So is Harrison Ford's in it still? It's Harrison Ford, but you know who like the Nazi is in this one? The, the big bad guy Nazi? And I think this Ooh. is perfect casting. Can you get, you guys can, maybe Dan knows already, but see if you can guess who it is. Is it you, Stefan? Okay. That was honestly what I was going to say. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> I'm not the Nazi in Indiana Jones. The uh, Dial of Destiny. Sorry, you said it's a big guy. Like that was my clue. Or no, no, just no. Like... It's it's like a. It's just a perfect guy. Like he's a he's a pretty big name. I would say. Yeah. Um, definitely has gotten much more popular in like the last decade or so. Um, like it's not like Christoph Waltz or whatever who plays who's Nazis already played everything. No, I don't know that this guy has played a Nazi before, but he's definitely played villains before. Mm. And I think he will be very good in it. As, the as, as, as a Nazi. Yeah. Uh, Dan, do you know who it is? The last decade? One of the, Hem- one of the Hemsworths? No, it's Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, I mean, that name crossed my mind, but I don't think of him as a Nazi because he's Danish. No, I know. But I mean, you know, he'll, he, he, he can, he looks like he has a very good villain look. You know what I mean? Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that'll, I think that'll be good. Um, we should try and go, we should do a movie episode next year for something whether we finally do the goodfellas thing which i I think obviously we should um or it's avatar or indiana jones or whatever but 
I just want to take John to the movies. I want to take John and Dan to the movies. I want you guys to take me to the movies. Let's go see Avatar. We can, then. We can take Dan to the movies. Okay. There is a movie. I feel like there's something coming. Oh, I want to see the Super Mario movie. Oh, yeah. I want to see that, too. I actually kind of want to see that, too. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Yeah. I, I, I do. I would. Like, oh, I mean, my most anticipated movie of next year is, of course, the new Mission Impossible, which looks fucking insane. The new uh, Mission Impossible. The new Mission Impossible. Have you seen any of the Mission Impossibles, John? I have seen... Have you seen Mission, you've seen Mission Impossible 2, I'm guessing. Yeah, you must have seen that one off the strength of the soundtrack, for sure. I've seen... I saw the first one. Okay. And I saw... I think... Was it 2 or 3 that had the Limp Bizkit song on it? That was, it three? that was 2. Oh, that was 2. That was 2. 3, I think, was the one with uh, three, Philip Seymour Hoffman. 3, the one with Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. and the motorcycle on the cliff. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Where yeah. he's like dr- riding the motorcycle and then he does like a spin. Oh, I think so. Up on the front wheel of the motorcycle in well, front of the big cliff. They He does that I, in I two think, as well, I think. There's definitely okay. a motorcycle thing in two. I've seen one in three, I think. Okay. I don't think I've seen MI2, even I mean, though it two, has the limit. Two is on. the worst one out of all of them, but it's still like fun. Two is still fun. But like basically since, um, oh, what's his name? Christopher McQuarrie took over like the last couple who i mean christopher mcquarrie who uh christopher mcquarrie is he a director yeah he's a writer director okay uh and just does what the best action scenes imagine i see because you talked about it like i should know who he is let's see what else he's done uh i know he i think he worked on top gun maverick uh let's see i mean Haven't, haven't seen that mission impossible fallout is just like unbelievable it's i just so good I just don't care. I just don't <sighs> care about that shit. Let's see. He directed. It's not uh, interesting to me, although I do like James Bond movies, but I haven't seen the last like three, two or three. Oh, he wrote the usual suspects. I didn't know that. Oh, um, Kaiser Soze. Yeah. He, he directed Jack Reacher with Tom. Cruise. I haven't seen the usual suspects either. Okay. Uh, he wrote edge of tomorrow. Great yeah, movie. No, I haven't seen that. He wrote and directed mission impossible rogue nation, which was the fifth mission impossible movie. I haven't uh, seen that either. Very, very good. Uh, Rogue Nation w- sounds like uh, the people who listen to the POD cast. <laughs> and then he wrote and directed Fallout, which, uh, yeah, God. And then Mission Impossible. Are, Mission- are there six of them now? There's six of them, and there's going to be eight. Protocol. Yeah. And Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Fallout. Fallout. And then the other ones are just Mission Impossible, MI2, and then MI3. Right. Um, yeah, but, I think I've seen one in three. I feel like I'm pretty sure I saw the one that Philip Seymour Hoffman was in. I mean, Ghost Protocol. Yeah, I think you mentioned that before. Ghost Protocol is mm-hmm. good, but it's funny because they clearly made it to like pass the torch to Jeremy Renner. <laughs> and then <laughs> Tom Cruise is like, no, that's no, not I'm, happening. I'm, I'm coming I'm Tom back, Cruise. Baby. I'm, I'm Tom Cruise. You yeah. can't fucking screw me. Because, um, yeah, I guess it's sort of those are like the only movies he does anymore, pretty much. I mean, I know he did Top Gun. Yeah. But he basically only does Mission Impossible. Because he loves doing the insane stunts. Well, yeah. Doesn't it take him like years to recover from whatever bones? Well, I don't know if you saw the the clip going around Twitter the other day of him doing the motorcycle base jump for the new Mission Impossible movie. I saw I saw the video being tweeted. Yeah. And I saw that. uh, And I also saw that. um, Like. I wasn't going to watch like I wasn't. Gonna it's a lot. It's like a nine minute video, but it is like all about him. Do like the stunt itself, him driving off like literally a mountain uh, on a motorcycle and then parachuting off the motorcycle 
and it's fucking insane. That's kind of sick, though. Yeah. Um. So I, if if we are going to go see a movie, I failed that on a GTA mission. I was doing a <laughs> I was doing a GTA mission with Nolan and Philly and Brant. We're yeah. doing a heist. Oh, and, dude. Uh, which we, which heist was it? The first one? No. Like the first big one. No, I don't remember which one it was, but we had to like, we robbed a bank and then we escaped on motorcycles and then it was like a long motorcycle ride with the, with the money. You end up in like the mountainous, like the Mount Chiliad area or whatever in the, in the like no very North end of the map. And the bank is in the, in the city in the South end. So it's like, it's tricky. So we spent a lot of time trying to do it. And then we got to that part and I couldn't, I didn't figure out that like you had to jump your motorcycle off the ramp. Uh, like I thought, cause it was like, cause it just, the, the direction at the bottom just said like, you know, jump off of this and open your parachute or whatever. Yeah. So I part, I was the first one there. So I parked my motorcycle, ran <laughs> towards the thing it said to jump off of. And then I guess, cause I didn't do it off of my motorcycle. It didn't prompt me to open my parachute. Oh, so you just died. And so I just died. And then that cost us the whole heist. Yeah. That so similar. <laughs> I think it's the, not the first like training heist where it's just, it's the, the two player one or whatever. Um, it's the first, like, I think it's the, maybe the prison break heist. Um, which is like the first big heist you do. And I remember the first time I played it with like three friends and you have to parachute out of, uh, uh, of a plane at the end of it or a helicopter or whatever at the end of it. Right. And I just remember for some reason, like mispressing the, pressing the wrong button or like cutting my parachute too early or something. And like, literally the, the last thing you need to do is parachute and land on a beach and I slammed into a rock at full speed and we just had to start over again. And yeah. Everyone, that's everyone the thing. was so like, mad at me. That's the thing. If you just die, if you're, especially if you're playing on hard, you get one life between all four of you. Yeah. So if you just die, you're just dead. I mean, I think I've brought this idea before too, but another good bonus episode type, and it would have to be a video bonus episode, obviously, but um, you and me and uh, Jesse and DB trying to complete a GTA heist would be really funny. I would love it. I mean, at the, we, at the very least, we should just do that on go off Kings. Um, I, I'm ready for whatever. Well, I also say on the YKS uh, episode bonus that's out, I guess you said, uh, well, this will be, it'll be out now by the yes. time you hear this episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still, you still haven't let me on the stream to whoop your ass in Tony Hawk. I know. I know. I think we the people, to, would, lo- I think the people would love that. Are, are you going to play the new skate when it comes out or is that probably not? not. Well, really? no, I probably, well, I probably, well, no, I probably will, but I never played the original ones. I was just like, oh, so good you at would- Tony Hawk. I, I was know. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna I, I, sully I think, myself by yeah. being bad at this other skate thing. I don't know. Although, I, 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 one game I really liked this year was Ollie Ollie World. I don't know yeah. if you played it at all, but it was so good. It's like a, it's a runner, but you're on a skateboard, so you're doing like a lot of, uh, a lot of tricks and, and I genuinely feel like being good at Tony Hawk made me like pretty instantly good at it, even though the controls are completely different. It mostly just uses the control sticks. Right. Um, like the one you, you like flick the left stick up to jump and then you use the right stick to like do tricks and stuff. It, it doesn't really use the buttons and Tony Hawk is obviously all buttons, Yeah. but uh, yeah, I definitely felt like instantly I was like, Oh, I'm pretty good at this. Cause I, cause I've played Tony Hawk. Before. Yeah. I think the new skate, um, actually I was talking to our friend Chad about this. Um, one of the guys we play NHL with and 
Uh, and you, you might hear some stuff about NHL on my enemies list. Um, <laughs> That's pretty normal for you, I feel like. It's, it's been so frustrating to play this year. Uh, but he loves... Uh, he he wants to play the new skate when it comes out because he played the old one. And sure. I feel like if it is like an open world thing where we can all just go like fuck around together and like do big tricks and stuff, like that could be very fun. Um, totally. If you're just skating around a big open world. And it's usually, they usually base the city on at least partially on Vancouver too, which is always cool. Um, yeah, so. they, 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 uh, they had one Vancouver level in Tony Hawk, but it was Slam City Jam. So you didn't really, although I think there is there was one, one where there's one where it's like underneath. It's like Robson. It's like Robson Square. Yeah, I think. that is yeah. true. Actually. I think that's the same level. The Slam City Jam is like you can go in and outside. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, uh, just speaking of Ollie Ollie World, it looks like the DLC that I downloaded a while ago uh, was uh, is now up. There you go. Congratulations, so, John. Thank you. I'm excited. I fucking love Ollie Ollie World. I'm gonna have I'll to get good at it again. Yeah, I'll check it it's out. It's really, it's really fun, and like the art style is very, very cool. Yeah, I bought the, uh, I bought the like the expansion pass that just gives you all the DLC. Oh, and okay. I, I knew it was coming out in December, but I wasn't sure if it was out yet. And it does look like it's out. All right. Although I just started playing Death Stranding, so one, one sec. I think there's a delivery at the door. Hey. Oh, all right. I'll allow it. All right, I'm back. You did it. I did it. What um, was it? Oh, just some Amazon shit. Oh, what was it? It's a. It was a gift for Irene. Oh, oh what was it? I was a tarot deck. Oh, you get those on of, Amazon. I don't know. <laughs> of of what was it? Is it like a you know a specialty like a oh it's a the goof troop tarot deck. I think it was the Goof Troop Terror. <laughs> sick, nice. That'd be a, that'd be kind of sick. I mean, I assume they have some like licensed tarot decks. I'm sure there's some like Disney ones. Yeah, there's, there's gotta, gotta be, be right. There has okay, to let, be. Let, let me see. Disney tarot. We're deck. cutting this out, right? No, <laughs> why would we do that? <laughs> Disney villains tarot deck and guidebook. There you go. Let Maleficent, Captain Hook, and other classic baddies guide your tarot practice with the only official tarot deck featuring Disney's most wicked villains. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So exciting. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, that's probably what I would have got. I Becca, have. if yeah. she was into, uh, pardon me, if she was a tarot person, but. Um, yeah, should we get into pretty, our, our enemies? Pretty good. Oh, I love this. That's a great name. The person who made the Disney tarot decks name is Minerva Siegel. I feel like that's a good that Minerva is a, really good is a good tarot. Minerva is a very good tarot, tarot and a good Disney name, name too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's get into our enemies here. Uh, so, but before we get into our 2023 enemies list, we are going to review our 2022 enemies list one by one and talk about, you know, how it went. Did we, you know, did we have a, a contentious 2022 with them. Uh, you know, what's, is there more to the story? And so, uh, Stefan, we'll start with you, your number five enemy of 2022, Yeah, which is... makes this, this kind of makes me feel like, uh, maybe you uh, came up with the enemies list pretty last minute before we recorded the correct. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the number five <laughs> enemy for you in 2022 was kettle chips with no avocado oil option. Yeah. That fell off pretty quick. Um, I think at the time I was really into kettle chips made with avocado oil, as yep. you can maybe guess. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. And, and then I started to realize, you know what? Just regular kettle chips, also very good. Why? Why it's discriminate? True. You know. Yep. Um, so you know what? That was a big whiff. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's okay. Can't like, get them all uh, right. You know, can't get them all right. Yeah. Although I'm excited. Also, I'm excited for my number five uh, because it was a it was a salad place in Vancouver called Plant Me, uh, which right. uh, they had my favorite salad ever made in Vancouver, and then they changed their menu and they took the salad I loved off of the menu. So I, that's why they were on my enemies list. Now. I have some news for you, Stefan. Okay. Plant Me was a, a vegan salad slash restaurant place within a cafe called Our Town Cafe. Yes. Okay. Now, Plant Me went out of business in 2022, but Let's so go. but so did Our Town. Oh, okay. My hate for them was so strong that even their parent cafe went out of business. So you, you put a lot of people out of their jobs. Exactly right. Pretty, pretty tough fuck, year. Do not fuck with my salad. <laughs> Don't mess with it. This is what will happen. So fair warning. If you have a salad I like, Hungry Guy's Kitchen, Tractor. Yeah. I'm looking at you. You're on notice. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's my number five. Yeah. And uh, what a win. What a win for me. Uh, Stefan, you're number four. Mm-hmm. And again, it just feels a little lazy, in yeah, my opinion. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it was. Well, the uh, thing just... is, we're, we record usually after Christmas when I'm just like, I'm all, I'm fucking tired. You're bloated. You know, I'm very bloated. But, yeah. th- but here's the thing since I've been like unemployed for like a month now, I've been tired and bloated for like, I'm like, so this is just who I am now. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just I thought, tired and bloated. Oh, okay. I thought where you're going to go with it is like, you, you don't have a job, so you have more time to cultivate enemies. Like, no, I still did. It. I did it like an hour ago, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, your number four last year was Cameo.com. I think that stands up because I think at the time we were mad that uh, the Cameo, like UI had gotten worse. It was less yep. accessible in terms of like looking up cameos. That's true. Um, I think cameos in general were just more expensive as well. So I, I would say, I mean, I didn't talk about them as much this year, obviously, but that's in large part because of how bad the website has become. Um, and, you know, there's no search engine anymore. Um, thank you again to our friend DA for that. Um, I, I would say not, they're not making my list this year, but I, they are still my enemy. Fair. Well, look, I'll say my number four may be along the same vein. Nothing has really changed, but still worthy of enemies. Uh, my number four enemy last year was toilet paper. Um, mm. just, not a, just not a fan of the product. I love my bidet. I've got a travel bidet. And I'll say this. I accidentally left my travel bidet on the road. I took it, I took it with me no. to... Uh, yeah, I took it with me to a curling tournament... Uh, when I was commentating and I accidentally left it in my hotel room. So I got a new travel bidet, but it wasn't here in time for my trip to Ontario at the start of December. So I had to use toilet paper for 10 whole days, 10 whole days. If I'm you know sorry. What I mean. That's brutal. Cause was, I'm, 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 I got on the bidet train this year. Famously. Yeah. You're, yes. 
And so, um, and you someone, know, you, I saw someone on Twitter asking if we were like paid to talk about how I good wish. the bidets are. I know, really, I honestly, that would be the ideal sponsor. Yeah, we're in the pocket of big. Well, not really. What we get another? Fr- I guess it would be nice to have a backup bidet or something. Um, yeah, they don't need to send us one, but like we'll t- we'll talk your talk, man. I agree, though. Fuck toilet paper. Toilet paper sucks. Yeah, sucks shit. So yeah. that's. I mean, it's again not going to make my enemies list this year either. But I think it was pretty successful for me. Like I, I would say that. Um, Compared to the average North American, I used an extremely smaller amount of toilet paper than than the average North American. And yeah. uh, that's that's all you can do when someone is an enemy. So, uh, Stefan, on to your number three from last year. Your number three was almond milk. Yeah, I think that still stands. Um, I, I think it was because you were getting into like other alternative milks. I, right? I was. I was trying to uh, like for my because I drink coffee every day, um, trying to cut down on dairy a little bit. Um, and then I, I was trying to I was trying to replace it with almond milk. But almond milk and coffee, all you taste is the almond milk. Right. At that point. Um, so, so what I, are you? You like a soy or like I'm a, a oat milk? Oat, okay, because yeah. I would feel like oat would also have a distinctive flavor that you'd, if you'd it, get through coffee. If it does, it's not one that I dislike. I gotcha. think there's just something, the mix of the coffee with the almond milk flavor is not good to me. Right. Um, so I know oat, Becca feels that way too. She does yeah, not like It's really, really, I don't, may, they just interact badly, I think, but it's it, there's something about it. I don't mind almond milk like with like granola or something, you know, and like cereal or whatever, like that's fine. But like, the majority of the time I'm using it in, in coffee. And uh, that's why I had to switch to oat milk this year. So fuck almond milk. Fuck yeah, you. Fuck it. Piece of shit. Uh, my number three. And this is, I'll tell you. I wish I did a better job of being an enemy to this last year, but it was the people who run my building. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Things are not going great. <laughs> Not going well. <laughs> the building is now fully under construction. We've got scaffolding uh, from from the ground floor all the way up to the penthouse. Uh, there's constant construction outside my building. There's a there was a leak uh, in my in my uh, bathroom. There was a leak in my walk in closet in the last couple. And we're going to get into that probably spoiler in my 2023 enemies list. But uh, the people who run my building. Uh, are still doing a horrendous job. It is a miracle to me that they even have a job. And uh, I hope there is a special place in hell uh, where they have to live in a leaky condo for the rest of their existence, or I guess their post-life existence. All right. Uh, Okay, Stefan, your number two enemy of 2022 was night sweats. Yeah, you know what? I defeated night sweats. You did? Yeah. I think Did you get that little bed fan thing. I kind of want to get that. I know the the bed jet or whatever. Yeah, the one that like, sits one of, at the foot of your bed. One of YKS's, I feel like most famous products they've talked about. Yeah, um, but didn't Jesse get one? Didn't like a listener buy one for him or something? No, I think I believe he had to like mail one to a listener who like won a bed jet as a prize, and I think it was someone on like Vancouver Island. I want to say, and it oh. took like six months to get there. It was gotcha. like a whole disaster. Um, Fuck, man! I would love one of those if if someone's listening and wants to. What if a pay if a pay pig is listening and wants <laughs> to give me uh, wants to send me a bed jet? I'm 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 in. So we got an air conditioner this year, which which really just, w- that helped a lot. But yeah. for some reason, also maybe I just was eating better or like 
I don't, I don't think that's what it was because I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Uh, I just wasn't, I wasn't getting the night sweats as much. I mean, in the summer it was definitely because of the air conditioner. So it was like nice and cold in our room. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would get night sweats like throughout the year and it sucked and it's just kind of like stopped now. So you kind of defeated it. I did. Yeah. So that's impressive. That's like kind of what you want with something on your enemies list that you defeated it. So yep, I love that. There you go. Uh, well, my number two in 2022 was Becca's illness. Yes. And uh, I think overall can say she had a pretty good 2022. I mean, yep. I think she still, you know, she still has some sort of mystery uh, health problems from time to time, but um, she's overall had a much better year. Saw a lot of specialists this year. They still have no idea what uh, some of her issues are caused by, but uh, didn't really affect her day to day life. And I think, you know, maybe being on the enemies list might have scared it into, uh, you know, remission is the wrong word, but scared it into, uh, pardon me, being less of a factor in the year 2022. So there you go. Yeah. Another effective W. Nice uh, work. And then, Stefan, your number one uh, enemy of 2022 mm-hmm. was Panini America. Now we're not 2021, we talking... you mean? No, of 2022. Like you yeah, said it, it in 2021, but it's for the year upcoming. Yeah, it is? Right, right now it's 2022 and then next year is 2023. Yeah, this this show we're doing right now is the 2023 enemies list. Well, how do we? Okay. It's like who you're going to be an enemy with for the next calendar year. All right. Sorry. So continue. I'm so sorry. I apologize for interrupting. Oh, your... no, no, that's okay. okay. That's okay. So it's just like that is it's maybe good. Maybe there's some other dumbasses who are listening to this who are like, I don't really understand their enemies list thing. Um, you call so me a dumbass. So that's kind of the thing <laughs> is like it's sort of for the entire year of 2022. So and this so that's why we're reviewing it because we've had the whole the whole year. Uh, so anyway, that's right. Stefan, you're not talking about the sandwiches. We're not talking about any mortadelle no. here. You know, you're talking about panini sports cards, sports cards. Yeah. So they, what, what was the issue again? Remind spe- me. Cause it was, I'm just not the, a fucking it was the pricing. It was so expensive. And specifically, this was like basketball cards. Cause I, at this time last year, I was really into basketball cards. Right. And I realized this year, and I think this is, this counts as maybe defeating them, uh, is that the basketball cards are like way too expensive and like overprinted and, just like not worth it. Um, and so I, I got more into hockey cards because they're just way more accessible. And a lot uh, of people are always saying getting hockey cards is worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I've gotten more into hockey cards this year. Penny doesn't really do hockey. So um, yeah, I, I don't think I've defeated them, but we've sort of reached a mutual know. understanding. Exactly. Yeah. Love that. Uh, my number one enemy of 2022 was Mayim Bialik. And uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they gave her the permanent, one of the two permanent hosting jobs on Jeopardy. Now, thankfully, she thus far has been relegated to Celebrity Jeopardy only. Yes. Because um, that's what she did last year, was she did all of the tournaments except for the Tournament of Champions, which Ken did. But then she was also... Uh, she also like hosted half of the year. Now there's some talk that that is what's happening again, that she's supposed to be hosting this half year or whatever. Um, but she hasn't yet. So I'm just hoping maybe they just keep her on the stupid. I don't watch celebrity jeopardy. You fucking, I mean, I watched it when our friend Ike was on it, but other than that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm not <laughs> tuning in to watch fucking, you know, well, the questions are easier also, right? Dingle so Banjo, the clown faced dog or whatever. Yeah. There's that's uh, from Entourage. Uh, there's a really funny line when Ari says he goes to uh, 
another agent. He's mad because this other agent is trying to wine and dine Vince. And then he's basically like, I will make sure you never have another A-list client again. Like you'll be representing like Banjo, the dog faced clown or something like that. Some line like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mayim, I haven't defeated her. I really was hoping that, uh, you know, the Jeopardy producers would just simply watch a single episode that she hosts and realize <laughs> that she fucking stinks at it. Uh, but unfortunately, no dice. So I should have put her on the 2023 list, but I didn't. But Maya, I still hate you. I think you are so fucking bad at hosting Jeopardy. And I also think you're probably not a great person. So wow. Okay. There that you go. is uh, maybe a little, a little vitriol getting warmed up yeah. for where we're at now. Our 2023 blocked party enemies list. Dan, are you, how many do you want to do? Do you want to do all five with us or do you want to do less? I can probably pull five together. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Well, yeah. uh, we'll give you a little bit of time to, we'll let Stefan go first and then we'll go to you and then I'll do mine. Uh, so Stefan, it is 2023. It is the enemies list. Who is number five on your 2023 enemies list? Well, John, uh, number five for me, having just watched avatar two, I have to go with, the sky people, the sky yeah. people. So and this those, is a race. So this is a racist thing. Well, the sky people, that's just humans who are coming to Pandora to, um, basically destroy it and take, take all of its, uh, natural resources and, and what have you. And they haven't, they haven't exactly, uh, you know, there's, they're still around, uh, you know, spoiler, they're still around at the end of avatar two. So avatar three, 2024, I guess is, is when that's coming out. But, um, I would like to see the sky people get their comeuppance. Um, and, and hopefully that's on its way. Damn. Okay. So yeah. your so your number five enemy is a fictional race of people. It's not fictional, it's humans. Well, but it is fictional within the context of the story. Yeah, it's a, I mean it's it's from a movie, but they're Correct. humans. Correct. So so fictional. Yeah, but they're humans, so they're real. Well, but that's not how movies work. You wouldn't say Indiana Jones is real because he's human. He's real within the movie. But that's still a fictional character. It's a story. I know. But the humans in Avatar are real humans in the movie Avatar. Okay. But what's your point? That they're real in the movie. Okay. But what I'm saying is you're still just like hating a fictional entity. Like that's your enemy. They... Correct. Yeah. Okay, Dan, what's your number five? Like, uh, well, I, I was having trouble. You guys kind of sprung this on me earlier on in the episode, so I asked my girlfriend for some help. Yeah. Oh, okay, so what did uh, they say they gave me a few here. Um, nice. Num- my number five is anyone doing table service at a restaurant. Apparently, anyone doing table service. So what what does that mean? Like any type of server? Yeah, I or... suppose that's what it means. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. You guys don't I, like and you guys don't like servers. You don't like servers. I guess I tend to get uh, pretty impatient with them, pretty quick, oh. like you know. And uh, yeah, they're just doing their jobs. Yeah, I know. Dude. I understand that. I mean, I I tip them all the same. I don't take it out on them in any way. But so you're so you're the, admitting it's kind of your own problem. Like in a way, yeah. this is sort of man versus himself. Here. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Far okay. as the so, enemies all right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> as far as the enemies list goes, okay. Okay. That's good. Um, all right. Well, my number five, and we've talked about this on the show, but if you haven't seen it, if you're a patron or if you're not a patron, um, you should be. We talked on the call in show with uh with our friend Joseph, who is a, a race car driver in 
uh, Saskatchewan races uh, on uh, does some dirt track racing in Saskatchewan. We've officially sponsored uh, his car. Now, I should actually say also, Stefan, mm-hmm. uh, Joseph sent us a nice, a nice picture. So he oh. said that he's actually um, I think he mentioned this when we did the uh, the Patreon app. But there's a, a like even young fans love his car because it's painted like a rainbow. Yeah. And so he said that a young fan actually did fan art. So we got uh, there's a picture of the block party car oh there. God. And then that's so the cool. Fan art. That's yeah, really so he, good. That's Joseph better than anything us, I could draw. That's really legitimately good. For sure. So Joseph sent us this to hang up in the studio. I mean, I, show, I think you put that honestly, like right next to the sign back there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could. We could put it up on the. I think getting some more stuff back there, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So he sent us that. And he also said that, uh, which I didn't know, uh, a lot of the most of the proceeds from his racing go towards uh, the big brothers and big sisters of Saskatchewan. And he actually brings kids out to the track uh, to get to see the race cars up close and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we'll have to do some some stuff with him this year, uh, some charity stuff or whatever. We'll we'll figure that out. But my 2023 enemies, anyone who races against the block of course, party car, of course, I yeah. mean, and that's uh, mine and Dan's too. I think. Yeah, fuck yeah. Em. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you don't fucking step to the rainbow car, nope. you know. And and Joseph said he had a very good year last year, so I'm anticipating that you know, standings wise, he'll have another great year this year. But yeah. Anyone who races against Joseph, it's fucking on site. Wow. All right. So that's my number five. Stefan, your number four enemy of 2023. Well, I had I had Panini America uh, last year as my number one. Yep. Uh, my number four this year is Upper Deck. Uh, <laughs> they make hockey cards. Uh-huh. And maybe this is unfair to Upper Deck. Maybe my enemy should be... It might... Maybe it should still be Panini because I think they've like bought a bunch of... They're like hogging all of like the printing presses or whatever, but Upper Deck is like so far behind on uh, on hockey cards right now. Like we're gonna get stuff from the twenty twenty one twenty two season, like well into twenty twenty three. Which then that's just like you know when you because the main thing in card collecting, correct me if I'm wrong, is getting rookie cards. That's, that's correct, like yeah. the main thing. Yeah. So that's got to be like a little bit of a sort of blue ballsy thing. Like, you know, there's a great rookie and then you can't even get their card for like three fucking years. Yeah. That's insane. And, and for me as well, like I, I, I like collecting specific players that are on my like keeper league as well. Right. My keeper right. league team. Yeah. Um, by the way, you're kicking my ass this week. I am kicking your ass this week. Which, it's nice. It's nice for me too. I love it. I was worried I was going to win this week. Okay, uh, my team's not that bad. Well, no, but I just had more games than you. <laughs> That's um, true. You had way more games, but you don't anymore. Not anymore. I've, I've erased the games played you advantage, have. and I'm like doubling you in points. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm legitimately very very happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but no, upper deck. Uh, they're just they're so so far behind. Um, on printing cards right now. Um, I know there's also been issues with like hobby boxes where it's like you're guaranteed two autographs and people were getting boxes that had zero autographs. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, so the quality control is not great either. Um, upper deck. So what happens in that scenario? Like, do you t- call upper deck and they you, just send you autograph? Yeah. Cards? So you call upper deck and then you, uh, you, you give them like the serial number or whatever on the box and like a receipt um, and then they'll send you like two or three random autographs, but it's like just shit they have in the backlog. Yeah. Just, just that, so it's gotta be bad it's players, horrible right? Players. Yeah. From the ones I've seen, like I've seen people on like YouTube and stuff and they'll get them and it's like, 
I mean, it's players who played like two games in the NHL kind of uh, thing, where the cards are just not even worth the paper they're printed on. Um, uh, and like, so chances bad. are in the hobby box, you were not going to get like a big name player anyway, necessarily. But still, it's like, yeah, the, the fun on. of it is opening it and like seeing the yeah. autograph. And, you know, throw so. me a fucking bone. You know what? I might actually get. I I don't. I might actually get a box for the first time ever. Because my curling friends, my my U.S. curling friends, are in the Allen and Ginter box this oh, year. Oh yeah, the Allen Ginter stuff is cool too. You can yeah, find some pretty random all, stuff. Yeah, there's in like there. John Taffer had a card, and then, yeah. yeah. So my my four friends who won the Olympic gold medal in 2018, yeah, uh, the, the John Schuster team, they all got cards in the Allen and Ginter boxes. Wow. So I kind of thought it might be fun, and it's not crazy expensive. I think it's like 150. Yeah, and you get um, a guaranteed and, autograph, and yeah, they have like some, they have cards that have like fossils in them and like sharks teeth and stuff like it's, yeah they're give pretty me cool a shark, give me a shark's tooth card that'd be know? a fun one to open i think let me let yeah. me know when you get that okay yeah. i'll look into it uh all right dan. dan you're number four all right this is another one that my uh my girlfriend helped me with they just said okay. uh me when we're playing tetris so i guess oh are you like a prick when when you play tetris <laughs> i guess so yeah i guess or I'm like a- but you're saying that 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 Tanya is your enemy when you're playing Tetris. Yes. yes like, oh, yes. okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's, so it's them, but the, but the, but it, okay. So what do you, uh, sorry, are you playing I'm, against each other? Is it like one-on-one? Yeah, yeah, we'll play Tetris grandmaster. Okay. No, you know, we'll, we'll like be pretty even, but occasionally I'll get a little too, uh, fucked you get up. A little competitive? <laughs> well, yeah. And then I'll just get really bad and then get angry about it. And it's not, it's not great. Yeah. Is that, do you play that on Switch or what's the... We'll play it on MAME. Like MAME? an arcade emulator, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay, I see. That's like one of the things that you do. You sort of, because you, you're in a long distance relationship, so you both kind of log on and play Tetris or whatever. Well, no, this is when, when they're here. Oh, we'll do I that. see. Yeah. I see. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. That's fun. Yeah, I feel times. like... I feel like I'm not that good at Tetris. Like I feel like I'm like I'm okay, but I I would I, I feel like I'm not that good in comparison to like people who are actually good. Yeah, if I'm sober, I'm like pretty okay at it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Good to know. Uh my number four this year, my 2023 enemy, is the try guy wife guy. <laughs> um because, <laughs> you know, I'm sort of the wife guy of this podcast, and I think really of a lot of a lot of pods that are, you know, are sort of our friends or whatever. I've sort of made my brand as, as kind of being, you know, in love with my wife and, and um, you know, she's a wonderful person and all that stuff. So I think um, the damage that he did to wife guys around the globe is inexcusable. And <laughs> I just hope that uh, he falls even further down in 2023. So I don't all even right. know his name. How's that? That's I just fine. know. Try guy wife. Try guy. guy wife guy. Yeah, that's okay. Stefan, your number three enemy <laughs> is, of 2023. I feel like this is a repeat from a previous year, not last okay. year, but uh, but EA Sports. Yeah, you uh, you had in 2021 the EA NHL development team. Yeah, so your, I look. They was your number I, three enemy back then as well. I, I know, and maybe and so maybe I'll say specifically NHL again. Look, I, I know they don't have a very big budget in comparison to like Madden or FIFA, obviously. Um, and I know this was a bit of a transition year, uh, for, for NHL, but like, man, what a, what a broken game it is. Like last year's I thought was last year's I thought was legitimately good. And, and we had a lot of fun playing it. 
And I wasn't expecting like a huge step forward this year, but it is just such a, a broken hunk of shit. Like playing online, uh, it's the, the AI is just horrible. If you ever have to rely on them, if you're unfortunate enough to have to rely on like an AI defenseman or something. Um, and then I've been actually playing franchise mode a little bit because like I said, the gameplay is fairly solid. And I was playing as the Canucks and I drafted Connor Bedard. And then in his rookie year, um, he just disappeared out of the entire game. Uh, <laughs> I remember you telling me that. Which is so, but then he came back, he right? Came back like the then you played year, another. <laughs> and I think what had happened is he somehow got sent down to junior, but you weren't even able to like look him up on his junior team or look him up like in your system, which you should be able to do with junior uh, aged players. Uh, and also the, the game just decided to send him down to junior. I was going to say like, there's no chance Connor Bedard's not playing. No, in the NHL he, next well, cause year. I had like 40 points in like 20 games or something with him too. So it was like, it obviously <laughs> wasn't good. And it was just so, so stupid. Um, and then, yeah, he was just back on the team the following season. Like no problem. Um, Incredible. so it's just like a, t- and you still can't edit lines in the off season, by the way. Yeah. Um, why would you need that? So, function? you know, the game has been getting slightly better, but man, it is still a big broken hunk of shit. So the EA NHL series. Congrats. Um, okay, Dan, you're number three. Uh, number three, this one I think speaks for itself. Uh, snow. Snow. Yeah. That shit sucks. Hate it. Yeah, you, you hate the rapper Snow. That's crazy. Um... <laughs> well, him too, you know. <laughs> it is. It is funny to look back at Informer and be like, oh yeah, it was just some white guy from Toronto just not only adopting a patois, but also just Jamaican lang- like slang and ways of speaking. Also. Yeah, he fooled all of us. Oh man, it rocks. What a great song. In a very stupid way. Yeah, oh yeah, great song. Number one, number one hit for Big Snow. Um, I also love Snow because uh, our friend uh, from Pop, Steve Sladkowski, looks like Snow. Uh, because, <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah which, does. which rocks. He does, like, in a big way. If you look at the two of them together. Um, I think I broke Steve's brain with that. I tweeted it, like, a few years ago, and then he was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really hopes never, no one ever brings that up again, yeah, huh? Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, maybe I'm Steve's enemy for 2023 for bringing it up again. Uh, okay, my number three is my upstairs neighbor's. Um, and so Becca, I think talked about this on the mailbag episode a little bit, but we had a leak in our closet. So we were sort of like, you know, what the fuck happened? And what we learned was that the upstairs. So the, the girl, the, there's a woman who lives beside us that I would say is around my age, maybe a little younger than me who lives beside us alone, early forties. Stefan's my number one enemy for, um, but time, time is my number one enemy. Um, but she, so she lives next door. And then what we didn't realize is her, her parents actually also have a place in this building above us, um, directly above us, which is also to own two places in this building. I already feel, so, I've already have my retribution against them because they, <laughs> they both have to live here for longer than I will. But, um, they, had a leak. So her parents upstairs had a leak in their suite and they knew about it. And rather than telling the building or anyone, they just put a bucket to catch the leak. Yeah. And then I guess the parents went on vacation and the daughter forgot to replace the bucket. Oh, so the no. bucket just overflowed and that's what caused the leak. But yeah, I, we just couldn't believe it. And they admitted it. They're just like, yeah, we forgot to change the bucket. 
Like, are you that's fucking, ins- ki- that's are you insane. fucking kidding me? Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Your, your building is so fucked, dude. It's so fucked, man. It's so fucked. Uh, I'm excited. Okay. We can come visit you in, in Calgary. I think that'll be fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we'll have a swap. Me, me and Dan will come out. We'll we'll record some episodes out there. Oh, yeah. I'll never yeah. leave. We should come we, up well, for the we should come up for the stampede. Well, you, I mean, you could. I'm going to be. Yeah, we can like, never race right. him at the stampede. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. fuck in the alley at the stampede. Yeah, exactly. The three of us. Yeah, you, you guys can spit you, roast me. I was going to say, well, I Dan and I are Eiffel Tower Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the stampede will be like right after I move there, probably. But yeah, like well, also. You know, Aaron lives in Calgary too. So you can come out in the winter. That's you true. Go, you go to a Flames game uh, with me and Aaron or something. You That's guys true. Can do episodes. Yeah. So, you know, we'll we'll make Beautiful. it all happen. All right. Or you can or you can move to Calgary. Yeah, maybe I can just move out there too. Yeah. yeah, you and Dan can both move out and and have places you can afford. And yeah. Well, you know, I know you're thinking of buying a place too, Stefan. So why not make that dollar go a little bit? Further? That's a good, that's not a bad idea. That's yeah. not, I've I've had worse ideas. Yeah. Uh, okay, Stefan, your number two enemy of 2023 my number two uh i i I almost hate to say it but twitter wow sort of covers you know elon musk uh all of his uh you know suck-ups and uh whatchamacallits but i it's just gotten it's so bad uh Mm -hmm. no one works there anymore so the website doesn't load half the time um Obviously, like, and I saw a couple of people say this today. The thing with Twitter before is that they would make a very stupid change. Um, and then they would, like, wait a while before making the next stupid change. So people would get used to the stupid change. But what's happening now is that they're making stupid changes, like, every other day. Right? And so people are, are just constantly mad about how horrible the site is. Um, and obviously, you know, all the Nazis coming back on and, and uh, anti-vaxxers and, and what have you is, is awful as well. But it's just like not a not that it was ever like a great website, but I'm it's my enemy. And it sucks because I, I kind of do rely on it for like uh, my life and yeah. like money and stuff. Um, yep. Obviously, I, I feel like the podcast and, and uh, the stream and stuff would probably be fine without it. But um, it's just like. I but hate, I hate to find out. I know. And I, I hate <laughs> that we need it, but man, it fucking sucks. Fuck you, Twitter. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Yeah. Fuck you, Twitter. I agree. Uh, okay, Dan, you're number two. My number two? Okay. Uh, my number two is pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, All right, I mean, no cra- arguing with that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy that Stefan and I... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it really says a lot. Well, you don't know what my number one is yet. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, if you're a pedophile and you're listening to this, I'm coming for your ass. So I don't, okay, I don't think we have any. There's no pedophiles listening to Block Party. To <laughs> well, be clear. I don't. I don't think there are any pedophiles listening. There better to not Party. be, because if there are, you know, Dan's gonna be one of those guys who like tricks pedophiles into like going to the park and like films them. I wouldn't Dan, film him. No, Dan <laughs> has do late, something else. Dan has a late life uh, career as like one of those weird vigilante guys. Yeah, remember, uh, remember the video of the guy in the Toronto Raptors like golf cart, the the pedophile guy. Dan, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I Where, do not know this, <laughs> John. I think I'm, I'm, I swear you've seen the video. I think we oh, watched prob- it. At, oh, probably. And it's the guy who who goes to meet up with like a 15 year old or he who he thinks is like a 15 year old, and then it's like a one of the vigilante guys and. 
he's like filming him and the guy's trying to get away in this little Toronto Raptors themed like golf cart. Uh, and it's so funny. It's really, really funny. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, maybe he's a pedophile, it. but um, yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, my number two is uh, people who lack manners. Oh, that's a good one. I just like, hate. Pe- I, yeah. Hate. That's good. Like pedophiles. They could be very polite. I that's mean, I don't true. know, but I just people who lack manners. I hate it drives me fucking nuts. I talked about this on the show before, but like when you're on the road and you let someone in or you do something nice for someone on the road and they don't give you the wave, like there are very few things in life that piss me off more than that. Like it drives me fucking mental. And just like students too. like some of my students, you know, they'll just come up to me and they'll be like, I need this or whatever. And I'm like, fuck you. I, I need a lot of things, you know, like not using basic pleases and thank yous and just no manners in general. It just drives me up the wall. Can't stand it. And, uh, you know, I think it's time the world just got a little more polite. You know what I mean? So I love it. Anyway, that's nice. That's, that's good. my number yeah. two. Uh, before we get to our number ones, just a reminder that you can subscribe to the show at patreon.com slash block party. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. We just put out a bonus last week with our good friend, Aaron Reed. It was a Cullen the Herd episode. Talked about one of my blocks. I got blocked by an Edmonton Oilers fan on Twitter. So that's up there. Uh, we'll have our last bonus episode of the year coming up this week uh, for our $8 donors and above. We're going to be announcing very soon what the plan is for the $100 club. Most of our $100 club uh, subscribers uh, turn over in January. So we're going to be announcing shortly what uh, to expect from that. Uh, so yeah, we'll have lots of fun stuff over on our Patreon. We've got ad-free episodes there as well. Merch discounts, live show discounts, as you heard we're probably going to do another live show, a live weekend in 2023. Um, so that'll basically pay for the sub itself right there. And uh, yeah, it's all there. Check it out on Patreon. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. If you like the show, tell a friend. And also thank you. Speaking of friends, thank you to our friend Noah over at Vulture for naming oh, yeah. us the number 10. That podcast was so nice. Thank you. Of 2022, the number 10 comedy podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, to Noah and everyone at Vulture for recognizing the very hard work that I personally put into this podcast every <laughs> single week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was it was a very nice uh, write up, and I mean, you do put in more work than I do. No, nah, I'm just joking. I don't <laughs> care. This is this is all of our show. It, I'm just having I'm just having fun. Uh, but yes, so thank you to everybody who uh, who also put it on their year end list. There were a bunch of other ones too. I, I don't know, you know. They were out there. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Stefan, here we go. Number one, your 2023 enemy. Number one enemy. This is someone who I think maybe has also been on, maybe because we did this on a real good show as well, right? Uh, yes, we did. I think he was definitely on a real good show one. If he wasn't, I'd be shocked. But Francesco Aquilini, the wow. owner of the Vancouver Canucks. There we go. Yeah, I don't know, actually. But, um, what a what a big piece of shit this guy is. Um, just from everything people say about him and everything you hear about him, not a great guy, uh, and arguably an even worse owner. I would say a bottom five owner in all of uh, North American professional sports, probably. Probably, um, yeah. Very uh, controlling. I don't think he will ever allow the Canucks to rebuild because uh, you know if you believe what people say, he he would like to win a Stanley Cup for his father uh luigi 
sorry, Francesco. I don't think that will be happening anytime soon. Um, so yeah, and he's wanna... like almost dead, right? I listened he's to your, like 80, your latest. Yeah, uh, he's like late eighties, I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, just essentially, this is the Canucks are a team that could have literally rebuilt their roster twice in the last ten years and just haven't. Yeah. Um, I guess they've technically rebuilt in that there are a lot of different players on the team and they do have some young players on the team because they had high draft picks that you just get for being bad, not for being like proactive or anything like a team will just get those for being bad. So you're not going out of your way to rebuild. Anyway, if you want to hear more of this sort of thing, uh, <laughs> I do have a podcast called I hate this team with Bertovo uh, with Aaron. Um, but I mean, my God, it's just like he is the problem with the team, like 100 percent. And yeah, it's, it's so you feel so helpless as a sports fan because GMs can get fired. Coaches can get fired. Players can get traded. The owner. I mean, you got to let nature take its course. So <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed indeed in 2023. Uh, Dan, you're number one. My number one. Uh, got to be wiping, John. Wiping. Yeah, I'm you, done you with hate, it. You hate wiping your ass more than pedophiles. It's wiping, John. That's my number one. <laughs> That's the problem you run into when you start to put actual real enemies on your yeah. list. Uh, but that's okay. This was your first time doing it. So that's you my know. first time. Yep. That's yeah. right. And you also, it's, they're not necessarily in order. You know, it's just, are you I'm, investing in a bidet? Yeah, you hate waiters more than pedophiles, too. <sighs> and, uh, no, I'm not. Don't... I'm thinking about it, you know, but I need to get one that shoots the hot water at my asshole. I can't have cold yeah. water in there. The cold water is nice, to be honest. I, so like I might just water. drop. I might just drop a couple grand on a really nice well, bidet. You know? I mean, you don't have to do that. I you think it's just, like two fifty or something for like. It's not a, even. It's not no? even. It's just that it's tougher to plug in. Right, you have like, to make sure you, you're actually able to install it properly because there's a chance you might not. Yeah, well, how much is the to, whole toilet seat apparatus thing? Oh well, the thing I have, it's not. A, it's it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't want that yeah. little bullshit. I want the the real deal. You know. I mean, okay. do whatever you do, whatever you want. You got to make sure the, you can properly hook it up, though. Because you the, have a tushy too, right, Stefan? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, but they're just the cold they all have one. tushies, John. <laughs> they're like 110 bucks or something like that. But then the one that can do hot water, you have to be able to also hook it up to your sink. So it's just like tougher to hook up, and uh, so I, that's I why I know how to do that stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't. You, you just think, like you're Stephen saying said, I don't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> I believe Dan saying. could do it. I mean, I hooked it up in like five minutes. So I'm just saying that it you do have to check to see if you can even do it. Like yeah. if there's a way to like run it to your sink or whatever. Because I don't well, think I'd have to drill is... a couple holes and stuff. But yeah, yeah, okay. Well, if yeah, if you're into it, then get into it. If if your number one enemy is wiping, then I mean, you simply have no choice, my friend. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about this part yet, but. <laughs> It's okay. It's just a way that you can conquer it. Like I would love to be doing the 2024 enemies list with you next December. And you're like, yeah, I bought a bidet and I never wipe anymore. I conquered my enemy. All right. I'm looking at bidets now. Yeah, there we go. All right. My number one uh, enemy. And this is maybe a little bit of recency bias because I just got into a car crash because of this, <laughs> but the snow control in the city of Vancouver and its surrounding uh, municipalities is quite frankly fucking embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It's like if dangerous I, too. It is so dangerous. And it's like, 
if I had any say in how the money gets spent in this city, I would look around at this and I would be ashamed and embarrassed. We live in a Canadian city. There are multiple snowfalls here every year. How you can just do nothing, literally nothing. I have not, I live on one of the most main streets in Vancouver. It runs east to west through the whole fucking city. You're going to just say your address? And it has not been plowed. So, no, I'm not going to say my address. It's like dangerous. I don't drive. It's like dangerous for me, too, because I'll be like yeah. crossing the street or something. And like, I've seen, uh, well, I'll be slipping or cars will like not be able to stop going through an intersection or whatever. Like, yes. Yeah. Fucking absolutely. I rear ended a guy because the left hand turn lane was just strictly ice. Luckily, he was already stopped in the intersection. If he wasn't, I might have hit a pedestrian. Yeah. Like it's fucked. It's crazy. And so anyway, yeah, I just like, uh, I'm done, man. I fucking, I can't, I, it just makes no sense to me. I can't believe. And it's going to get worse. Ignorant. And it's going to get worse. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it will mostly it will be, be washed worse. away, I think. But yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. But in the time before it comes out. Yeah. yeah like tomorrow is going to be very bad and Saturday is going to be very bad. So it's a joke, man. I just, yeah. I just can't believe that this is allowed to happen. So anyway, that's my number one enemy of 2023, but I'll be gone. So fuck you, Vancouver. Uh, All right. Well, uh, anything else to add from either of you? We got our enemies down. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. This episode comes out after Christmas. Well, okay. You can still say happy holidays. Happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day. Have a great Boxing Day. I hope you had a wonderful holiday with your family, whether it's uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or or anything else. Uh, One of the other ones. Yep. Or have a wonderful... Do you want to edit that out? Nah, just keep it in. (laughs) Have a wonderful new year. All the best to you and yours in 2023. Uh, May it be the best year of your life. May your enemies be vanquished. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the show. As always, we love you. We're excited for, yeah, year number five of this stupid-ass show. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening as always again patreon.com slash block party if you like the show and you want to support it follow us on twitter and instagram at block party pod and we will see you back here next week goodbye goodbye goodbye